study their anatomy, learn it, learn it well enough that you can learn all these rules and then break them. the passion behind the art show it's all about diving in with individuals to learn the story behind their passion it's your host daryl pink Excited, so excited to have Dave Mortram on the Passion Beyond the Art Show. This is my homie, my brother from another mother. Dave, welcome. Hey, thank you, man. All right, so for those who don't know Dave, um, I'm not sure why you don't know him, but like it's DMUT70, right? Yes. DMUT70 on Instagram. Just look that up. Rob is going to feel some type of way when I say this. Well, like, I love you, Rob, but, like, Dave, like, <laughs> y'all, oh. both are, y'all both are some amazing illustrators. <laughs> and they, y'all make me, like, really think my career choice, but I know that I'm in where I'm supposed to be at because I've, I've attempted a few books, and I'm like, <laughs> unless you're paying me, like, <laughs> a good six figures, like, I don't even want to do this because it's like, <laughs> it ain't no joke. But Dave is an amazing illustrator. He's done so many books, like so many books, like uh, the great pet 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 heist. He's uh son drive the fire truck, emergency mm-hmm. kittens. Like the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Like Dave, welcome to the show, bro. Thank you, thank you, Daryl. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on here. So I love talking to you. So. Yeah, man. Um, so let's jump right into it. Like, how have you been like dealing with this whole pandemic? Like, how has everything been going for you on your end? Well, it's been going, it's been busy because I work for Khan Academy and I work, that's my full-time job right now. So it's, uh, we've been doing online lessons for second graders um, and with the hope that everything online can transition to lesson plans for the teachers in the classroom. So they're not just on the, you know, not on the iPad, but more interactive with the teachers. And then, you know, there's things we can do that can kind of help with lessons and, and, uh, English literature and math that can help the teachers. And so learning tools, you know, so that's been with everything going on, um, online learning has been, it's blown, uh, up. it's blown. Yeah. It's been busy. So, you know, it's one of those things where we didn't realize mm. that it was, go- you know, no one knew this was going to happen. No one knew that we were fine doing it. And then all of a sudden kids were not going to school and it was like, Oh my goodness. Now we got to double, we got to double up on everything, you know, um, really, uh, ramp up the content on what we're doing. My job is the, I'm an illustrator there. So my, I'm responsible for creating the illustrations for all the lesson plans, you know, mm-hmm. and, and some concept art. So coming up with some, you know, 
what they're going to look like or anything like that. So, but yeah, it's been, you know, I'm very thankful to have a, a job right now. So a full-time job. So that's been, that's been where I've been focused mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, but having a full-time job opens up, you know how it is. It opens up that, that night, those night hours. <laughs> so you get those like hours from nine to 11, Scratch you know, <laughs> you got to work on your personal stuff. So that has been awesome. Like I finally feel like I'm doing the stuff on my free time that I really want to be doing mm. that. I really, you know, passion projects that you want to do, you know? So, um, I'm excited about that too. Cause I don't know where that's going to go. I don't know where that's mm. going to take me, but I'm very glad to be going down that road. So thank God my family's been okay. Um, you know, just we've learned, I know it's, I know it's cheesy, but we one day, one hour at a time, <laughs> you know, just getting through it. <laughs> so, that's I mean, so funny, bro. That's so funny. Like people ask me like, D, like, how you doing? Especially people that I know from out of state or whatever. I'm like, like I'm literally just taking it one day at a time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, one day yeah. at a time. That's all yeah. I can really say. Yeah. And it's been a hard lesson mm. in that. <laughs> you know, it's forced you down that, that way of thinking, you know, where it's like, oh, man, just... <sighs> man. But I feel like when you get the grasp of that, and you start really switching your mindset mm-hmm. it becomes very free it does i agree i agree i think it it helps with your creative what you're mm-hmm. working on creatively because mm-hmm. then you realize even more that it's a journey and you realize even more that it's just another step on your path you're not you're not gonna get that perfect illustration that maybe it doesn't happen that day but you're working toward it you're working toward getting that that job or that goal that you're reaching for so yeah it definitely was it's not an easy thing i'm still learning it that's for sure i'm not like gonna sit here and say i'm <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta remind better. yourself <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah for sure for sure but yeah so so um are you doing any freelance at all right now? And like, if you are like, what, what's like the freelance life or the, the contract life for you right now? Contract life has been interesting. It's very, it's sporadic. It's like, um, so I'll get a job. I, I'm, you know, I have NDAs that I signed, so I can't say who I work for. I, mm-hmm. I really want to tell you who I because <laughs> I had some really fun, and I want to, I want to brag on them. <laughs> nothing like an NDA to keep you humble. So um, I can't say the character design projects, but I'm very when it finally comes out and I can finally start. Then you could talk. <laughs> but they've been like not far and few between, but they've been like, okay, here's a, here's a rush of two or here's a rush of three and then nothing. Mm-hmm. And then here's mm-hmm. rush. So over this, over this time, um, there have been a few that have come up, which are small, their character concept design, character concept art. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just like, come up with, we have, we have a script, we have a manuscript, how's this character going to look in their, you know, define their personality, you know, that kind of thing. So character explorations, but man, I really want to tell you. (laughs) 
that's what oh well but anyway yeah that's been and those are not like huge jobs they're usually like um five to ten hour jobs mm-hmm. and if they're paying a good rate hourly it's an, you know it's it's helpful it's worth you it. know yeah yeah if they're paying a good hourly rate or you know i don't do like a flat a flat rate i usually try and go hourly i don't know if that's i don't even keep in touch as much as i should with the standards which is terrible to say i shouldn't but i i go hourly so well man you know what it's so crazy like you're like you don't have time for that really you're kind of in the weeds like you got work to do yeah yeah <laughs> i i know I, I and that's a good problem to have <laughs> this is true yeah yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, just got to keep it that way. <laughs> for me right now, like, mm-hmm. I'm not even able to, like, dive into, like, social and all that stuff as much as usual. Because mm-hmm. right now, I'm getting so many calligraphy, like, projects. Oh, even, yeah. I'm not even sharing. I'm not, I don't even have the, honestly, I don't even have the time to share right now. It's that season where it's like, and then it's just, you know how it is. It's going to die down. It's just going to be like crickets. But right now it's just like project after project after project after project. And it's just like, it's long form. It's like people want like, I don't know, one that had to do like a, it was like over 300 words scroll. Mm -hmm. And those things just take forever. Oh yeah. And it's just like, if I make an error, I literally got to start all over. I can't like like, white out these things but it's just like so i get where you're coming from it's just like sometimes you're so in in the middle of the work that you don't even really get to to do the fun stuff which is like figure out how i can generate generate more revenue how i can uh what 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 should i be doing should i be doing hourly should i be doing this should i be doing that or should i even you know what i mean just the whole idea of the freelance and the entrepreneurial world sometimes you don't even get a time to like get into that because you're so busy doing yeah work. right right yeah absolutely absolutely but i think there's something you know with your when i look at your instagram and i look at what you're doing i just i think people really love process and they love to watch someone draw whether it's drawing a character or a, a, an animal or mm-hmm. a letter mm-hmm. it's just there's something about watching someone hand just i could watch that for i I could watch people do that for hours just hand letter thing because that is something i struggle with i wish you know and i want to take classes on that i want to like that's something i really want to study because i i feel like i can draw an animal but i cannot draw the letter a in a way that i want it to really look and really work so but i mean crazy to me though I can't, I I can't not fathom it. that because like your illustration work, you just said like this, this dude could just draw it. Basically. <laughs> Thanks. I wish I, I don't feel that way though. I feel like there are so many things I can't draw <laughs> that maybe I focus too much on all that on those, you know, like, Oh man, I can't No, Like uh, I just struggle with certain things. Uh, and, and you know, I'm, I want to take one year 
to learn how to draw horses. I want to take one whole year <laughs> to study their anatomy, to practice, because honestly, that you know, I'm embarrassed by some of the attempts I have. And I don't show them, you know, but um, I would love to do that. Just take a year and focus on one animal because you can mm. literally go down a, a rabbit hole on any, you know. So talk um, a little bit about like your process. Like you're trying to build a character. Are you looking at like, because I remember at one point, because I was definitely into like illustrating stuff like that at mm-hmm. one point. Mm-hmm. And uh, the advice I got was like, um, stop trying to do characters. Look at the real thing and draw that. Yeah. What's, 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 tell me a little bit about your process, what you think about those ideas and, and stuff like that. I think, I, I honestly, I think you want to learn the, the anatomy of, let's say you want to draw. Now for me, it's on the animal side, you know, it's more birds, um, uh, owls, bears, dogs, felines. Um, so for me, it's like study their anatomy, learn it, learn it well enough that you can learn all these rules and then break them. So you can learn all these rules right. about how their bodies, you know, the way their back leg moves. I mean, all of that, it just, it's really helpful to learn all that first and soak as much of that in as you can. And then Go your own. What if you want to make a bear cat? Then you can go down your own roads. But I think you have to have that understanding of how that animal works or how that animal looks. And that takes some time. And it's not sometimes it's not fun. Mm -hmm. It's not what you want to be doing. But the reward of that is getting to that point where you're like, oh, yeah, what if I do this? Or what if I stylize it so they're really muscular or they're really thin or, you know, or take features from another animal and give it to this animal. So, but I think learning those fundamentals of the anatomy and and understanding that, how that animal moves and works, and we can watch YouTube videos of any animal now or, Mm -hmm. or, um, go on Pinterest and there's charts of, and there's tons of online classes that have that right now. So the resources are there, you know, I think it's just, um, diving into that and then deciding where you want to go with it. But once you have a grasp on it, then, you know, you're creative throughout the whole thing. That's not going to go away. It's just learning how that, learning the basics of it, you know? So my question is, so when you're studying, are you just like looking at stuff? Or are you drawing too, as you study? Like, are you like, like drawing uh, it out? I'm looking, like, no, I'm looking at it. Mm. I'm looking at it. And sometimes I like, I'll take five different shots of, let's say, so today I was working on an Impala. Mm -hmm. So I'll take five or six different angles of that and see them jump. They jump ridiculously high and far. Mm -hmm. So there's, it's rare. So sometimes it helps just go to YouTube and watch a video of them jumping and see how they're moving. So then I'll look at all those and composite them in a way that the reference is there. Mm-hmm. And maybe in my mind, I can start to put together the different angles. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another key thing that people is perspective is so important when it comes to because you're going to want to take that animal draw from certain angle up or down or sideways that you're not ripping that photo off. Right. You're looking at that photo, but mm-hmm. you're not like copying that photo. There's no fun in that. And it's not it's just not rewarding. So and it's not legal and you shouldn't do it. But um <laughs> But I mean, seeing that, that, 
those different angles of that animal really help, you know? That's, so I think that helps a that's lot. cool to kind of hear. Uh, 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 it's kind of cool to kind of hear, like, just how you go about doing that. Because, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you just never know. Like, people will spend, so you don't even spend time looking at, like, some what someone else is drawing. You're actually looking at the real thing. Oh, no, I spend too much time looking at what other people draw sometimes. <laughs> and I get comparison and then I get imposter syndrome, and then I think I'm, and then I want to just walk away for a while because I'm so intimidated by it. So no, I wish that was the case. I wish I should be. That's what I should be doing. I should be spending more time looking and studying than everybody. I'm sure everybody thinks. Yeah, everybody everybody knows that stuff, that. You know, they'll, like they'll oh yeah, they'll beat yourself up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that I think that's a good way to go. You know. All right. So. I know, I know in the past you did a lot of freelance and I know now you're saying it's kind of like, you kind of like that kind of tapered down for you. Is that like intentional on your part or is that just the, the season? Yeah, it, it's intent. Some of it's intentional. Um, I would say it's, it's a little bit of both. Sometimes it's, if there's things going on, like there's just house things that I need to work on. Mm-hmm in my house that I want to take care of, then I'll, I'll dial it down a little bit. If I, if I can, if I'm fortunate enough to get that work, but if it does come in, sometimes it's hard to, you know, I guess there's a health, you know, thinking of your own mental and physical health, thinking of, is this, is it good for me to take on all this work or you have to balance that out too. So, um, Generally, if you know the job feels like it's going to be a great opportunity and you want to do it and everything, right. just weigh that and say, okay, well, how much time do I really have this week? Right. If I'm working, if I'm already working forty hours a week, and then I want to spend time with my kids, and I want to do this on, and we're, let's say we want to do something, you know, family with my family, then I got to budget that time out. Right. Um, and sometimes you you take those jobs on and then you push stuff back, and so I guess it's just. I don't know. I hope I'm answering your question. Now I guess it's just a little, it's a little bit of both, you know. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like at times I run into that. It's just like I take on too much. Really, it's just just yeah. to kind of keep it just real. It's just like sometimes I take yeah. on too much, yeah. and it's just like you always think in your mind like, like this opportunity may not come again. But right, in right. actuality, it will. But you know, you you just like because even like for me right now, it's just like I know I took I take on time, and I'm looking forward to the time when it's just like kind of dies down. I'm looking forward to that because it's just like right now you you go through that process where it's just like you like you're out of breath work wise. Yeah, you're just like out of breath yeah. work wise. You're just like working, working, working. I'm just like man, I need to just get ahead of this for a second. Yeah. Yeah. I think, ah, uh, that's tough because initially when I was just freelancing, that's what I would take on as much. And I still feel that way. There's this, um, I had this, I don't know if it's rational or rational that at any minute I can lose my job and that at any minute things can go away. <laughs> and so I'm always thinking I should take that on. And I should do that because who knows what's going to happen. 
anything we've learned is that we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So it's like, man, what if this goes away? I got to, I got to make some time for this or, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't know if that's good or bad. I guess in some ways it's good because you save, Mm -hmm. you save for that event. But in other ways, it's like, oh, you're paranoid. You're like, oh boy, what's going to happen? You know, what's going to happen if this work dries up and they find out I can't draw this or that I'm mm-hmm. not going to be the, you know, I'm not going to be able to get this job or, you know, so it's tough. It, it really is. I think it, what's been helpful for me is I've taken an hour to just draw whatever I want in the morning. Mm-hmm. And just the last three days <clears throat> I got called my colored crayon colored pencils out and just drew whatever I wanted. And just for an hour, and I felt like a kid. It felt great. It was like just drawn with all these colors, like a kid with crayons again, just going and not worrying about posting it, not worrying about anything, just going on, taking the time, drawing it and listening to some music and just zen out. Just, just, just don't worry about it. Just draw and enjoy the process. Enjoy wherever that's going to take you. And I've done that the last three days. And I got to say, I wish I would have been doing that longer, you know, and right. you know, it's just been really enjoyable. So that's helped a lot. I need to start. I need to, that, I need take to that, that pressure off yourself, man. I need, I need to do start. Do what you want to do. And, and my setup is like just having my, my pad or whatever and just sitting in front of like a game or something and the game is just yeah. playing and I'm just, right. I'm, I'm just drawing. I haven't done something like that in so long. Yeah. Yeah. There's something, there's something about that. Just picking it up and not just turn everything off and, and just enjoy where you're going with it. I, I don't know. I suppose it sounds, maybe it sounds too. But you see, the funny thing is that's how we kind of got into what we're doing, what we're getting paid to do in the first place. That's how we got into it. We were just drawing. We were Mm -hmm. just, whatever, if it's drawing, if it's, someone who's listening if it's writing whatever it is if it's making videos you were just doing that for the sake of like i like doing this yeah and a lot of times yeah. what happens is like the minute you like you start getting notoriety or whatever the case may be people want to hire you you get so focused on that that you forget how important that other part is to where you were just doing it just to do it so i like yeah. that whole idea of just like an hour a day to just okay i'm just Whatever comes, I'm just going to set this time aside to just create. I like that. Yeah. No pressure. No worrying about posting it. Don't, you know, one post to post it. If you don't, what, don't. whatever. Whatever. I mean, just let it, let that be something that you're rewarding yourself with and that you're enjoying. And you feel like if you can get that kid like feeling again, oh man, that's great. It's great because a lot of times I'm, I'm working all day and that's, I'm going through the process. I'm Mm. going through the process in a logical way of how am I going to get to, you know, to this point and deliver this, this illustration. So I don't take that time, like where it's just this meditative time and just, you're not worried about screwing it up. You're not worried about whether it's going to be, you know, yeah, yeah. And that's whole that perfection thing is such a uh, <laughs> such a trap. You know? It's so true. It's so true. All right, so I know 
I know you had an agent. Do you still have an agent? I don't currently have one. All right, so um, tell, me a little bit of, one. tell me a little yeah, bit about I, what that's like having an agent and sure. why you don't anymore. Sure. I had an agent and I really liked her and I still like her. She's great. I just didn't have the time to pursue. It was uh, for mostly children's children's publications, you know. Um, so I, I, I mean, working on a picture book to me is a marathon. It is a lot. You're putting yourself into it. And especially if you wrote the book, you are, you are all in. And I just, you know, I felt like, okay, I had this job. I had been balancing having a job at where I was working 20 to 30 hours and I had an agent. And I did that for like three years. And sometimes I'd be working on two books at the same time and I'd have my, my 20 to 30, well, usually it's 30 hour a week job. So it was like, um, I can't do that. I can't do all that. So that's kind of why I dropped out of that. And, and honestly, and I felt like, okay, this is just part of the journey for me. It was great. I enjoyed doing those. I would have never, I don't think I would have gotten those opportunities without her. Mm. So I'm sure I wouldn't have gotten those opportunities without her. It's just, um, you know, I decided, hey, uh, it's there's too much on my plate. Back off, see where this goes, and and you know, it wasn't an easy decision, but I think I just it was the right time for me to mm-hmm. move on. You know, um, so I I you know be great. I, I thought, oh, I'm not, not going to get these books now. Or I'm not going to get with these publishers now. And that's going. And who knows, right. you know, if those opportunities come again, awesome. Then great. You know, but I, I don't know. It was, it was something that I just felt like I needed to commit to one or the other. I so I decided you. to quit more to work in, you know, to full time. And um, like the book stuff drained me out when I was working that much. So mm. it, was just, it was taking a lot out of me. Girl, I don't and know how you I, work out of two books. I enjoy it. Oh, I loved working on the books. I it is a great two and books the, at one time. Yeah, insane. it was hard. And it was it was um, you know, it was just one of those things where you're just trying to get, you know, you want to do the best you can. Mm-hmm. So you're budgeting your time out. And that's one thing where time management, it's like I got better at it, but I don't I'm still a long way from being having that <laughs> being being good at keeping things under control, but I would spread things out as much as possible. Okay. And, um, it just, yeah, well, it, it ended up being too much. So that's kind of why I left mm-hmm. having an agent. Gotcha. Yeah. Sweet. So talk, talk a little bit about like what that, that world is like and what it's like having an agent and, and um, like how you even look into getting something like that. Um, Oof, boy, I was, I was fortunate. I went to, um, if you're going into children's publishing, um, there's different groups for, them, and, uh, there's the, I think it's, oh man, there's a children, there are children's publishing groups. Every state has them. Um, and I was in that. I was part of that. So I would go to these conferences and uh, 
I would go and be able to, you know, meet other artists and stuff like that. I actually met Rob at one of those. Sweet. And I was able, and agents go to those. So oh. I went to those and um, it was, it was really cool. And that's where I, I was able to get fortunate enough to get an agent. And I think a lot of, what a lot of people do is they, they will contact their, um, who they want to work with publishers and they'll send postcards out and stuff like that mm-hmm. to, to different publishing houses. And then the art directors will look at those, um, postcards, whether they be postcards or, or whatever, and kind of pitch themselves and sell mm-hmm. themselves to publishers and art, like I said, art directors, but you know, that's overwhelming because art directors get a lot of, uh, sure. um, but there's a great resource. I think it's, um, Giuseppe Castellano is his name. He has illustration. He has illustration podcast, illustration classes. I think it's called the illustration department. And that is a great resource for people who are looking to get into children's books and children's book publishing. It's just great. You can go there and talk. He has all kinds of resources there, classes and stuff. I think it's illustrationdepartment.com or illust. I, I don't, I'm not sure, but anyway, yeah, if you look, up, that's a really, that's a really good one. Um, having an agent was great. It's, uh, it, you know, you want to get someone that's interested in your growth and how you, you know, the, and potential jobs and they, they, they find what's right for you in a book that, you know, or maybe, or maybe if you're lucky enough, the, the author and the art director already had somebody in mind in there, then they find out, oh, you're represented by this, this agency. And then they can kind of, you know, they can kind of go with you. So, um, yeah. That's cool, man. Uh, I really, yeah. I'm always intrigued to hear about that world of like, you know, having someone out here pitching on your behalf. Yeah. Um, understanding legal documents and contracts that they very helpful with and things that you may not, you, you didn't anticipate learning as an illustrator where they can help you like, okay, well, you know, there are going to be royalties on this book. You're going to get paid based on how this book does. Um, at, you know, there'll be an initial contract where you're, you're basically paid, uh, what's called an advance. So you're paid the, the publisher is more or less betting on, on you that you're going to sell this amount of, of books to, uh, right. to, to make their money back. So mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're taking one, um, in that way. So, yeah. And I'm sorry, the, it's called society of children's book writers and illustrators, SCBWI. Every state has a chapter, different chapters, like in Ohio here, there's a North, uh, Northeast chapter, South cha- Southern chapter, Southeast mm-hmm. South chapter. So, those are really great. And when you meet with those groups, scbwi.org, I think it is, they can kind of help with, you know, getting in touch with those, with the, uh, you know, the right people. So, yeah. That's cool, um, man. I, I don't know. Did that help? Was that oh, that, that, no, nah, that's cool. That's yeah. exactly what, I, uh, you know, you just kind of shared tons of information. Is that... Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of good to hear from the person that's actually experiencing it or did experience it. You could kind of on the outside looking in have an idea. Yeah. But to hear from the person that actually was dealing with something like that and what it's like and how you even go about something like that. Like I didn't even know you could go to conferences and get connected with an agent or something like that. 
Like, I didn't right. even know that was a thing. So it's just like, it's just good to kind of hear these information and just how people go about these different things. You know what I mean? Because it's funny, like, for me, like, I'm, I'm not looking to do that. But it, since I've been doing this podcast, I've been able to give people so many information. And it's just, be- and it's just because I talk to people like you, someone that's mm-hmm. in the, the field or in the situation. And, um, I can say, okay, this is what somebody I know did in regards to this. Like I, tons of people I knew that a few people I know that was trying to write a book and I've had tons of authors on here. And I was like, they do this, that, 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 and that. And you go look mm-hmm. it up and then blah, blah, blah. But so it's kind of cool to kind of, I'm not always the one, but somebody else could get, you know, garbage. That's what, Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so important to, Talk to people that are that are in certain groups that are in certain industries because then you can really learn what that you know. Um, yeah, I did that. I actually, I, I kind of, I kind of want to, I kind of want a, a mentor right now. I want a teacher. Like I want somebody that I can kind of do a mentorship. And there are even mentorships out there mm-hmm. for people where they can, you know. I think the illustration department has, has some, and I think there's other ones out there where people can get mentorships. And that's very helpful too, mm-hmm. because I wish I went to, I went to college for graphic design and I minored in illustration, but man, if there was such thing as like an apprenticeship, like there, I, I mean, kind of like an internship was for me. Right. I worked at a newspaper as an illustrator for about three months and I was under the art director and the other, um, senior art director and a junior art director. And I was under them, but that was kind of like an apprenticeship. And those are so valuable. Yeah. Just learning hands on, you know, um, I think, I think that's what fascinates me about tattoo artists is that they have these in these apprenticeships where they, uh, it's so amazing. Such amazing. Somebody's kind of like just shattering and just kind of soaking up. Mm-hmm. all the information and just like you right could, like you could just hear you could just get like real life tips from the yeah. person in that moment like listen this is why i did this or, you know what i mean it's just like that i feel like apprenticeship like the real apprenticeship especially when you have like a a skill that requires like hand technique and stuff like that those things, I don't even know if they really exist to the level at, as how it did in the past. You know what I mean? Like you have somebody who say, okay, apprenticeship. If it, even if it's like something that's as, as more complex or more taxing on the body, like welding, like you do an apprenticeship mm-hmm. and you just kind of like, you're there with the person and you, you learn so much more that way than mm-hmm. almost any other way I could think of. Yeah, absolutely. Hands-on learning, just following, you know, kind of following someone for even if it's for like a day or what, or just having them tell you anything about what they're, what they've, what they've gone through and, you know, in their journey, like where they're at with their, you know, their career, you know, it's just invaluable. It's true. You know, it's life learning, life lessons, you know? So are you saying that you want to be the teacher, you want to do a little no, bit more? No, 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 no. I want to be the, I want to be, a, I want to find someone who is a mentor 
and learn under them. I want to do an apprenticeship. That's so crazy to me. <laughs> like, I'd love to do something and study under, you know, just study under another artist. Um, I feel like, like, so let me tell you this. So it's funny. So this goes back to what I was just telling. This guy I know, like he was looking for a mentor and he just literally sent out a text hmm. to like 10 guys. Yeah. Right? And he eventually, one of them fit the bill. Hmm. So it's just like, for you, it may not be a text, but like, first of all, your work is legit. So I feel like anybody who like, I would say just send out an e- if it's an email or whatever, whoever you yeah. think this person is that you want to learn under. Hey, bro, they're going to see a work. They may ask. I'm almost certain. A few of them going be going to be asking, like, maybe you should be, uh, be <laughs> teaching me. I, I'm almost certain. But I would say just do that because I feel like there's something about, I'm a very biblical person, and there's something about knocking. There's something about asking. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's something about doing that. Like, I feel like that's a lost art. Just the simple asking. Because we're so, this day and age, we're so told, oh, build it and they will come. Like, that's not really a real thing. Yeah. Like, oh, that's so true. I feel like you need to be asking. Like, outreach still matters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I would say Absolutely. ask. I would say ask, bro. Yeah. I would yeah. say yes. Yeah, I, I need to. I need to. And like I said, that that mentorship on the, I keep referring to it, but the illustration department, those, they have some great ones. And so I might do that too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're, you know, um, there's a lot out there. You're right. There's a lot out there. And it's a question of not being so afraid. Right. It's true. Cause <laughs> you know, that's all I, I get that. I get that like intimidation and that confidence where I'm like, so afraid to ask. Dude, I go you know? through it every time I'm asking somebody new on the path. Bro. I go through <laughs> it every time. I'm like, oh, I don't think they're going to say this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. just like, I feel you on that, but I still think though, like, you should be passing on some of this knowledge that you have to somebody else. Oh, thanks. I should be passing that. You should you should be passing. I don't know. See somebody out there that you say this person is about it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you got so much to share, bro. Like, oh, thank I, you. You got so much to share, man. Like with, with your illustration work and stuff. Like my daughter is really getting into like drawing characters and she's really the anime world mm. and i'm like i'm I'm not even gonna lie to you bro i am a little bit like so shocked on the stuff that she's doing but That's, you know but i'm the dad yeah. so i gotta be like right. i don't, don't want to like blow her head up so i'm kind of like oh, yeah that's nice yeah. but really in my mind i'm like this little girl is killing it <laughs> Uh, she did she watch like Spirited Away and she watches uh, a few different anime shows and that's just really her thing right now just drawing and recreating and not a lot of kids think like that so you know I know it's part of partially because you know when you have creative parents like it comes out in sure our, it comes out in our kids sure. I know you yeah. know you know you know. Yeah, I get that with my daughter gets out at school, like, oh, your dad did a book, so you should, you're, a, you're the art. I'm like, no, 
you do what you want to do. Right. If you want to do that, cool. If yes. you want to pursue that, that's fine. But you do what you really are passionate about. Don't just let people tell you, oh, well, you should be the artist or you should be the yes. illustrator. You yes. do what you want. And if you really love it, cool. She gives me, um, you know how there are those uh, like illustrator challenges where it's like draw six fan art mm-hmm. squares. Or what? She gives me those for me. And it's awesome. And they are so, they're great. So she Ugh. gives me a list to do. And I need to start doing those on my, um, on my time, on my time. To start doing the, the challenges she's given me. Cause she's given me some really good ones. And I'm, I'm guilty because I've been sitting on them for like the last two months and I need to get on them. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I think, I think you're absolutely, I think you're right about it's like, where's that line of praise where you want to encourage them, but you don't want to be, uh, I don't know. I try, I, I try to like, just keep it balanced. And, uh, you know, I mean, yeah. I make it clear that she's doing a good job. I do right. make it clear. Like right. they, will, they will say like, dad has like the, the, the craziest poker face. Like <laughs> my wife, my wife is like the complete opposite. Like you, you she gonna let you. You gonna see how she's. You gonna see, you gonna see it, and I'm like, I'm the complete opposite. But she is doing a great job, and I try to like just give her little tips here and there. And yeah, she's killing it though. But I like that. Like I'm kind of like you. I I never tell my kids like you should design or you should draw or anything like that. They just end up like. You know, it right. might it'd be a phase they'll be drawing. Yeah. And then like one of one of my kids, like she does she's not she will draw, but she's not really but she's into like videos and editing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I had a camera and I gave it to her. I was like, just fool around with it. Just yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. Fool around with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like I, I I'm so with you on that. Like I feel like sometimes parents get too caught up in like what they want their kids to do. And they don't right. give, they don't give them the freedom to like sing. Right. Right. It, it I yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I would love to, I would just I'm gonna support her no matter what. She right. loves to do whatever she loves to do or whatever mm-hmm. she decides to pursue. I'm there. I'm there, yeah. I'm here for it. You know, it's uh but I don't certainly don't want to put any pressure or any direction like you have to do this or you right, have to go right. that way or let other people tell you right because your dad does this you should do that exactly you know sure there's people that do things that are in their family and i understand that but don't let other people tell you you know you do what you feel you you know you're passionate about which is what me and you are on the same page with that i, I think that. i think we're there. so what's next what's um what's next that obviously that you <laughs> that you can share you know what I mean? Yeah. But <laughs> um, well, what's next? What's 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 in the thoughts of your mind? What's in the horizon? Uh, well, you know, I think I think what's next for me is probably trying to put some sketchbooks online, mm-hmm. trying to sell some sketchbooks, trying to sell some some. Uh, Interesting. I'm so bad about that. Like, <laughs> I, pe- I I get interest in okay sketches and then putting them into a book, like a 30 page book and, you know, maybe selling a PDF of that or, mm. um, so this is sketches know, of that you've done. Yeah. And you make like a PDF. Personal. And right. wow. 
like one book that is a sketchbook, like people have like the art of, and then they'll have a book of like, um, their sketches from 2019 and then they'll put it in a book and they'll take like 25 to 30 of those sketches and compile them. So for me, I would have themes. I would have like, okay, here's a, this is owls and bears and something, you know, and it would just be a themed book. A lot of artists do that where they'll have these, a lot of artists I really love do that where they'll have these books. Um, like Natalie Hall, she's an great, amazing artist and she'll do a sketchbook and I'll buy it every time because I just love her art. So I'll look at that and I'll be like, oh, wow, look at, the, you know, these pages are, you know, so beautiful. So are so, they putting like, are they putting like, because I'm fascinated now, you just kind of open my mm-hmm. brain. So are they putting like notes in there or it's just sketches? Just sketches. Wow. There may be some notes in there. But it's mostly um, just stuff they just stuff they, they yeah yeah stuff they've done um she she'll have like a sketchbook from a year a certain year or whatever anything any topic really and you know that art that artist usually has their thing that they um area that they or that theme that they're going with and that'll continue on for a while and then it'll be in a series and then they'll have like really cool sketchbooks and then you can they, you can find them on gum road sells them or the artists themselves would sell them and then you could go to you know and see a lot of concept artists do that you exactly. know like Corey loftus who's an artist um he's a character designer artist at disney and he's the one that worked on zootopia and um Wreck-It Ralph, gotcha. amazing artist. Mm-hmm. He'll sell his sketchbooks. And it's just whatever, you know, his stuff. Maybe it's something he's working on, on his hour a day or two, you know, whatever. And then people like, if you like that artist and their work, you'll you'll tune in for that. You know, you'll, you'll check that out. So that's something I'd like to do. I'd like to do a sketchbook of things that I just have. They're just, you know, I've got... Piles of them that are right. just sitting there. <laughs> put them out if people are if people are interested. And then there's that whole confidence imposter thing that sets in. It's like yeah. no one's going to buy this. No one's going to look. You know, you always have that voice, right? Um, in your head, like no one, do dude, it, no bro. one, do stuff. Do no it. one cares. Thank you. you. I I, I want to. It's just you know, it's fighting through that confidence so, or that just. I don't know. So my question a, is, like, so your sketches, most of your sketches are by, like, is it digital or hand-drawn? Uh, it's been weird. It's been iPad, Procreate, bouncing between that and bouncing back to pencil. I have gone full-on the last month or so traditional color pencils, graphite, lead, and then I've gone down a whole road of getting, like, Jetpens.com mm-hmm. is just taking my money right now because <laughs> I want to buy, I want to buy lead holders. I want to buy Good. mechanical. They have a set of Spirited Away and um, Totoro pencil, mechanical pencils that I'll, I'll buy. And so that becomes a whole thing. Stationary, like buying, like, so anyway, um, to answer your question, it's been lately, it's been traditional, just drawing. And I have, I don't know. There's so much. It's overwhelming. God, I could go down this whole road of just learning how to do better tones, learn how to the lines, you know, and working on that. Because I feel with Procreate, it's like 
I can edit it so easily. It's this weird thing where I love drawing in Procreate. Don't get me wrong. But I like going back to traditional because the sometimes I like going down a road of an imperfection. Like, okay, there's this thing that's not, this neck is too long. It looks, but then it's like, okay, well, what if I go down that road? Mm-hmm. How weird is it going to get? And then kind of following that instead of Procreate, I could cut it. I can move it and right yeah, there. Yeah. It's, it's so easy. You know? And I love it. And if I'm doing something that I really want to be, like I'll bounce back and forth. But um, And the other thing about working digitally that's great is the turnaround. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on the last yeah. two books. The last two books I'm work- I've been working on are chapter books. So working on those in Procreate has been awesome. And I can get, I can bring in brushes or textures or whatever from other things that I make my own and bring mm-hmm. them in, you know? So I don't know. Lately, it's been more traditional though. It's been just diving into a sketchbook, sitting there. And I don't know, that's a whole thing. Just getting lost in that, you know, the pencil on the paper, colored pencils and stuff like that. So that's been what I've been into lately, but who's to say I won't go back to, I, I bounce back and forth. I am Which very, makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. I feel you on that. Like, yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool, bro. Have you done anything digitally? Cause I look, when I look at your stuff, mostly hand done traditional style. So part of the reason, I mean, I do, but it's very rare mm-hmm. unless it's like a paid project. You know what I mean? Like somebody's hired me to do something. Um, but for the most part, I'm not doing it partially because I don't even, I, I don't, I'm probably like the last person in the creative world that doesn't have an iPad. So uh, I, I haven't even gotten one. I bought my wife one, but I don't have one. <laughs> but um, I don't have one. So that's probably part of the reason. Yeah. That's probably part of the reason why yeah. um, I haven't really done that much like and drawings on in digital i would like to i'm probably gonna mm-hmm. at some point but it's just i just haven't yeah. crossed that bridge yet yeah right I, I i would love to just do undo i would just love to hit undo you know what i mean yeah. i would just love to hit yeah. undo. i would just love to just cut and move you know what i mean like uh, I, I, yeah I, oh yeah i would just love to do oh, that yeah. it's awesome it's just like yeah yeah, so I mean, in due time, but that's probably the main reason why most of my stuff is like um, traditional because I don't really have one to do it. There's such a weird thing about whether it should be one or the other. I don't get on either one of those. Yeah. I think if it's working for you and what you're doing is just do your own thing. And if it's working for you, do I it. I think the biggest reason why I would want to get digital is like, because you know, at times when like when you do traditional, you got to transfer, you got and you need it to be digital. You got to mm-hmm. do that whole transforming it into a digital entity. You know, you got to either scan it in and yeah, that's do true. Some kind of that's redoing and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So I wouldn't mind skipping that step from time to time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't mind skipping that yeah. step from time to time. But outside of that, I'm good to like, I, I do like to just draw kind of you know i mean i don't have to go run to go grab something i just get my sketch pad and just yeah just do whatever yeah 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 whatever's in front yeah. of you 
whatever you have, whatever you have, you know? Yeah, but I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm buying pens. I'm buying too much pens. I'm buying pens. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm getting pens that I don't, like, I haven't even used. And I'm, I'm like, I use yeah, them. Yeah, the like, same oh, way. Yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wrap. I bought... I bought one of those um, ink pens from Jet Pens that's a ballpoint. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to try ballpoint <laughs> pen, you know? And it was one of those pens that uh, has the four different color inks in it. So you can swap, you know, you can switch between red. I did a drawing with it. It was so bad. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to, just, I, how arrogant was I to think that I could just get this pen and then I could start going down, you know, start going. And I'm like, it's going to take a long time. I'll, long time to figure out how to work those subtle mm -hmm. colors and like crosshatch with colors and things like that. Like, what was I thinking? <laughs> Sometimes you get that grandiose, like delusions of grandeur where you think, Oh, I'm going to get this pen and then I'm going to go crazy with it and do all these. And it's like, no, no, man, you better figure out how to use the tool <laughs> first. And then, and then maybe you can get there. Maybe. Yeah. I can you know. imagine, especially with drawing like actual, characters and stuff like that you've got to kind of be a little bit more like you know selective in like the tool you're using yeah yeah i think i you know lately it's just been colored pencils just love them and that's a whole thing i mean everything has uh there's a level of learning that particular tool whatever it is that you, I'm not saying it should dominate everything you do, but you got to be aware of it. And, you know, it, whatever it is, you know, you should have an appreciation, try and get it, you know, do everything you can with it, experiment with everything. You know, I like the idea of mixing them both, mixing digital and like I'll photograph, I'll take my iPad, photograph my sketchbook and then draw over it on my iPad. What happens, you know, what's that? That's fun too, you know? There's like fun things you could do between both. That's true. I, I, I didn't think, even think but, about that. That's cool. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm a, I am a, uh, revision person. I don't never am I happy with the first, what comes out the first time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I got to tweak. I got to redraw this. I got to redraw that. You know, I'm never happy with what comes out initially. I'll, I'll need to rework it I'll, at least three times to be happy, you know, somewhat happy with it. Wow. And even then, but yeah, it's, uh, it's funny how this tool, there's so many different ways to, it's, it's awesome. I, I love it. I love getting lost in that and going on jet pens and getting excited about what's coming in the mail. This pen's coming, you know, I'll be worried when I stop being excited about that stuff. Cause that's, yeah. that's very much kid like, yeah. you know, to be, Oh wow. I got this. This is going to be fun. Yeah. What am I going to, you know? Right. Because so, all you're thinking about is what you're going to create with it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It was fun. This has been amazing, man. This has been awesome. So good to get to chop it up with you. Tell people where they can find you and learn more about you. Um, on Instagram, I'm dmot70. And my website is davematram.com. Uh well, I don't really, I'm really not much, on, not much on Twitter, but it's DMOT70 on Twitter. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, cool. that's where I'm at. Yeah, check out his Instagram. You, you, you're definitely going to go down a rabbit hole. 
and you may just be like, <laughs> um, I probably feel like I want to go draw for a living or something. Like if he, like looking at Dave's stuff makes you want to go draw. Just go draw. Thank go outside you. and be like, I'd go draw some landscape if I have to or something. You know what I mean? Because his work is just like just amazing. Thank amazing, you, man. amazing Thank stuff. You. Amazing stuff. Dude, this has been amazing. Thank it's so you. good to have you on the podcast again and kind of chop it up with you, see what you've been going on, and you've just still been killing it. Oh man, thanks. I I love talking to you. I, I yeah, I just uh, it's really a pleasure talking to you. And, uh, and the fact that if I can, if you look at something and you want to go draw after you see something I did, then I'm just passing on because I saw somebody who I like what they do, and then that makes me it kind of you know brings me that motivation to draw. So that's cool, you know. Sweet. That goes you know. So I'm that's a great compliment. Thank you for that. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope it's been super valuable to you and you're now ready to take your audience building, your community growing to the next level. I'll be doing more of these where I talk to specific individuals that I know that are well experienced in a specific area to help you and help me build our empire for lack of a better word or just to build our thing um, remember to stop by itunes passion behind the art and leave a review and subscribe it's very important to me it helps the podcast grow and it makes me feel good to kind of hear from you guys to know what you like about this podcast what it's done for you so jump on itunes and subscribe and leave a review passion behind the art be blessed